0: It is Wednesday, February 24th, 2021, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today, we've got details on Chris Windham getting a cup ride in NASCAR. There's a new Silver Crown Series book coming, and then we dive into even more new stats on the site surrounding value finishes, so let's jump in. It was announced yesterday that Chris Windham will get a unique NASCAR opportunity next month when the Cup Series heads to Bristol on March 28th for the Bristol Dirt Race. Windham will be in the field, piloting the number 15 for Rick Wayne. Racing with backing from Nas Energy Drink. Wyndham was the 2020 USAC National Midget Champion, and the Bristol race will be his Cup Series debut. It won't be his first time in a full bodied stock car, though, as Wyndham has past starts with ARCA and the NASCAR Truck Series, and two of Wyndham's Truck Series starts came on the dirt at Eldora in 2017 and 2018. He has finishes of 19th and 14th, running for Mike Mittler and David Gilliland, respectively. Wyndham's success in open-wheel dirt racing, along with his varied experience in other forms of racing, will make him an intriguing driver to watch. The dirt will no doubt level the playing field for the Cup Series competitors, and Wyndham could have an opportunity for a very strong finish. The dirt events at Bristol start on March 15th, with the opening of the Bristol Dirt Nationals, followed the next week by the three NASCAR events, and then the World of Outlaws wrap up the stretch in April with their two weekends. When I had USAC's Richie Murray on Dirt Tracker Conversations back a few weeks ago, he mentioned working on a new Silver Crown series book, and it was announced yesterday that the book is available now for pre-order. Richie, Bob Mays, Patrick Sullivan, and John Mahoney all contributed to the book, which covers 50 years of Silver Crown series history from 1971 through the 2020 year. It's called Rolling Thunder, and it covers everything from the days of A.J. Foyt and Mario Andretti through the more recent dominance of Cody Swanson. The book is $49.95 and can be pre-ordered at sprintcarhof.com. For more information, you can visit usacracing.com. Yesterday on the show, we talked about new stats available in the analytics section of dirttracker.com, and I finished rolling those out fully yesterday with the addition of hard chargers to individual driver pages, along with adding the efficiency numbers to the individual year stat breakdown pages and driver pages. I tweeted out a few of those efficiency numbers for Donnie Schatz and Brandon Shepard last night during some of their dominant seasons, but I've really only kind of just begun to dig through those and understand what we're seeing. As I said yesterday, we'll talk more about those in the future especially as the seasons progress. I think combined with a few other stats, these will really help us understand who is doing well through a season and who we should be paying uh, paying attention to for championship runs. Uh, It feels like we'll see some common threads in these efficiency categories for top runners, especially when we compare them with previous seasons. Another aspect of these analytics I'm super interested in is value finishes. Who can take a crappy starting position and make it as good as possible? Things we already have like hard chargers and feature plus minus can give us some clues about who's good at doing that. This can really only take us so far. For example, if you start 24th and finish 16th in a race, you might earn a hard charger for the night and you're credited with plus 8 in feature plus minus. But finishing 16th doesn't really help you when you're racing for a championship against guys like Brad Sweet, Jimmy Owens, or Brady Bacon. So as of this morning, I've created and added two more new stat uh, categories to all the series in the DirtTracker.com analytics section. We can now look at what I'm calling a top five and top 10 value finishes for the series and individual seasons. These are basically how many top fives and top tens drivers get when they start outside the top 10 in a feature. So for example, Tim McCready led the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series in top five value finishes in 2020, bagging six. And Carson Macedo led the way with the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series in 2020, bagging 20 top 10 finishes when he started outside the top 10. To help complete the picture though, we also need to know how many times those drivers start outside the top 10. Because if someone starts outside the top 10, say with the Ward of Outlaws in every in every race, all 70 races in a season, but gets 10 top five finishes, that might look better than someone who only starts outside the top 10 10 times and gets five top five finishes. If we don't include that other kind of relevant information here, that other context. So when you look at those stat categories, I've also got outside top 10 starts and the percentage of the time they're able. Able to get those finishes on those categories as well so if we jump back to Carson Macedo and his 20 top 10 value finishes he had 27 outside top 10 starts so 74 percent of the time Macedo was able to convert those starts outside the top 10 into top 10 finishes and then on top of that 18.5 percent of the time he turned those into top five finishes this tells us two things about Carson. One, he needs to find ways to start um, higher in those features because 27 outside top 10 starts is a lot. Uh, I believe we only had somewhere, what, 52, 54 outlaw races this list uh, last year. So that means half the time he's starting outside the top 10. So he's got to improve on that. But then on the flip side, he's able to maximize on those finishes quite often. Combined with his feature plus minus of plus one, uh, 123 last year, I believe he was third. We know Carson Macedo does a lot of passing and improving his situation once the green flag drops. Another driver that did well last season in these categories is Tanner Thorson in USAC Midget Competition. Thorson converted all seven of his outside top 10 starts into top 10 finishes and five of those seven into top five finishes. Of drivers with a significant amount of starts with the series in 2020, not many had fewer outside top 10 starts than Thorson, but nobody converted like he did. As a comparison, Buddy Kofoid only had five outside top 10 starts uh, and converted two of those into top 10s, but none of them into top fives. Not surprisingly though, Thorson led the series in feature plus minus as well. So again, like Macedo, when Thorson was stuck starting deeper in fields, he found a way to get good finishes. As 2021 rolls along, you'll probably hear me start referencing these numbers as we talk about races and how the season is progressing for these different drivers. For example, looking at some of his numbers like we just talked about, plus knowing who he's working with now and some things he did during the offseason to make some improvements, makes me super high on a guy like Masido. This is year 3 for him with the Outlaws, and I think a lot of signs are pointing to a very strong season ahead for him and the JJR team. The whole reason I created the analytics section of the website was so we could start finding ways to better understand how racing plays out over the course of a night and of a season. So if you want to see more of these numbers we talked about, visit tracker.com/analytics Get ready. We're going to be talking a lot more about this stuff in the future. If you'd like some more Dirt Racing audio this week, there are plenty of new podcast episodes. Winged Nation has Doug Johnson from Jackson Motorplex. Open Red is talking to Chris Dolak. The Loud Pedal Guys have shows with Cody Swanson and Doug Clark. Forward Bite has the cat daddy, Clint Smith. QuickTime has Shane Golubic. Passing Points has Brian Holbert. Suave Talk uh, at Dirt on Dirt has Kyle Larson. And there are new episodes of the Dirt Nerds, Wednesdays with Wayne, and the Midwest Auto Sports Podcast. To see the full list of shows and episodes, visit dirttracker.com podcast podcasts. And as usual, if you know of something I'm not including there, please reach out and let me know. I'd like that to be as comprehensive as possible. There are two items on the daily streaming schedule today. Besides Flow Racing 24-7, MAV TV Plus has the Southeast Dirt Modified Series and more from the North Carolina Speedway at Fayetteville Motor Speedway. To see the full daily st- uh, streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Wednesday. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I do check those every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. You can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. If you'd like to get email updates from Dirt Tracker, you can sign up at Dirt Tracker.com slash newsletter. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Feedler. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.